Welcome to West Franklin Talks. My name's Dave Cruz. Across the table from me, our campus and teaching pastor, Matt Pearson. What's up, D-Money? D-Money. Wow. I have no money. So it's like D-minus money. D-brokeage. So... As my son Seth would say, what's up, Davy Ice? Davy Ice. That's yeah. almost as good as D Money. Yeah. Um, it's good. I'm great, Matt. How good. are you? Man, I am fantastic. Excited about our guest today. I can't wait. We'll get to her in just a few seconds. Yeah. Let's talk about some things going on at the church at West Franklin because this is a Friday episode. And Sunday's coming. Sunday is coming. Mm-hmm. Is that a good thing or no? Uh, well, we're recording this Wednesday afternoon, and I still have a lot of work to do on the sermon, but I still got some days. You do, and so. Sunday after you preach, we'll tell you if you still have more work to do. So <laughs> it'll be Boom. great. It'll be great. Um, hey, Easter's the coming. Money coming. Easter is coming. Yeah, it is. It is a month away. It's, it is. We're hopping to it. it. You make that joke every time. I can't help it. Every time. It's the only time of year. It's I the only joke I'm, you have. Happy Easter. We got to fix this. Okay. I'm gonna go on Google and I'm gonna get you. No, better yet. Hey, a listener, if you have a better <laughs> phrase for Matt, why don't you? T- Email him, mpearson at westfranklinchurch.com. Please. I would please. love to be surprised the with dad, a new phrase. The dad jokes are just... Oozing out of you. Yes. That's just what happens when you're a dad. But I'm so excited about Easter. I thought you were about to say you're edgy, and uh, I was going to be like, no. Um, anyway, don't make another joke like that, or I'll turn your microphone okay. off. All right, so Easter is coming. Yes. It is, uh, you know, April 4th is officially Easter, the Thursday before. We call that Maundy Thursday. Mm-hmm. We're doing a drive through Lord's Supper from 5 yes. to 7. It's exactly what it sounds like. You drive in, you get your Lord's Supper, you drive out. And it will be cheap grape juice, so you'll be able to drive fine on the way home. Yeah, well, of course. We're, we're Baptist. We yes. don't use anything but cheap grape juice. Yes. We may we may splurge and go get the Welch's or something. For the drive-thru? Maybe. Oh. I mean, we'll see. I'd rather not. Do we have the leftovers? Could staff? Maybe. Okay. I may donate it to the kids' ministry. All right, so that's Thursday, Monday, Thursday. Five to seven. Five to seven in our parking <laughs> lot. And then Saturday, April 3rd, we have two Easter services that day at 5 and 6.30. Mm -hmm. Uh, Child care is provided. Uh, And then Sunday, Easter Sunday, we have three services, 7.30, 9, and 10.30. Child care provided through four years old at the 9 and 10.30 services, so nothing at the 7.30. Every service except 7.30. Yes, so Saturday and Sunday except 7.30 a.m. on Sunday. Uh, Here's the thing. We want you to come. We need you to register. Uh, because we're still on our social distancing guidelines and we need to make sure that we don't have just uh, one service that is through the roof number-wise. We're also expecting a lot of folks from our community to come join us. We hope so. I mean, that's usually what happens on Easter. Mm -hmm. The CEOs show up, Christmas and Easter-only people. Davy Ice from the top. I rope. mean, you've heard that in seminary. Of course, That's, I have. I know I mean, you, you have. went. You went all. You went all podcast on it. I know. You know me. Yeah. I just say what needs to be said. Yeah, you do. And you make the jokes. I mean, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Bring it. Let's hear it right I, now. I, I, you don't I, have one. No, I don't. That's okay. I don't. So I wanted to do an Easter one, but so it's the first uh, Friday of the month. Mm-hmm. First, first Friday of the month, we do interview, and today we have an interview. But before we get to it. We're actually going to do interviews for the next several weeks on Fridays. But before we get to that, uh-huh. did you tell them who's leading Worship Sunday? No. Sky Reedy. Okay, so you know who she is. Tell well, the listener why they should know who she is. It's Sky Reedy. Oh, of course. Yeah, I love it. 
Yes, I know. I had no idea who she was till about three months ago. Yeah. And I was like, okay, there's this young lady that sings with Travis Cottrell at the Brentwood campus sometimes. Don't mm-hmm. know her. And my wife and then Brad was like, well, that's Sky. I'm like, well, okay. She's got a great voice. And then I you know, went to my music app on my phone mm-hmm. and listened to some of their songs. Really good. Good. She's got a brand new one out with Travis. Nice. And she's going to be leading in worship here this Sunday. It's going to be great. We're excited I hear, about it. I have not officially met her, but when I hear she loves the Lord. I mean, I would hope so if she's coming to lead worship. Well, you'd be surprised. We're going to trust that Brad did his homework. Yes. Because Brad's still on sabbatical. That's why Sky's with us. Yes. Sky's with Sky's us Sunday. The limit. This Today, we're doing an interview, but moving forward for the next several weeks on Fridays, mm-hmm. all we're doing is interviews. We have so many people that we're like, they've got a story that needs to be heard by our yeah. people. And our and our numbers are down, and we want our, our listening numbers are down. How do you know that? I don't, but I'm but, assuming because it's just me and you talking. No, our, our Friday numbers are actually up. Uh, nobody wants to hear about the sermon? No, those numbers are down. Sorry. Hate to burst that bubble. Hey, let's get to today's interview let's and stop do. taking pot shots at one another, shall we? Let's do it. All right. So across the table, who's been trying to hold her laughter in as Matt and I entertain ourselves, uh, we have Kirsten Thompson with us. Hey, Kirsten. Hi. So, man, she sounds so much different than you and me. Hi. I love it. There's some energy and excitement and all of that. All right, Matt, you take over. Tell folks who Kirsten is, what they need to know about her. Try not to spit your water out as I put you on the spot. Yeah. I just, you all just really missed about, well, you can't see. We got to get on video and do this soon. Man, I mean, I can you imagine? You. I'd blow up the internet. You would blow, I mean, you'd do something. So Because I wear the same thing every day. You do, you yeah. do, um, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Kirsten, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm glad that you're here. Tell our listeners how old you are. Oh, man. Are we allowed to ask that? Can you I, ask that? At okay, your age? Fine. Yeah, at my age. I am a very young 28 years old. 28 That's not true. I actually, I'm 29. Old. I turned 30 this year. Really? Yeah. I just wanted to lie to everyone, apparently. Yeah. Obviously. When's your, really birth- sorry. when's your birthday? September. September 25th. We got a few months. September 25th. Well, when you turn 30, uh-huh. your metabolism goes in the tank. So enjoy <laughs> these next six months. That's not necessarily true here. Oh, uh, it was with me. Well... It's because all you eat is barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, where are you from originally, Kirsten? So, I'm from here. I'm from Goodlitzville. I'm born in Florida, raised here in Goodlitzville. Okay. My but whole family is pretty much here. Goodlitzville is not here. Good, that's like a whole other really, country because yes. you got to get through Nashville to get there. I try to explain to people that living in Goodlitzville is not living in Nashville and no. living in Nashville is not living in Franklin. No. I feel like I've lived in three different, completely different places. Amen. So Please yes. tell me that there's a sign that says, welcome to Goodlitzville where we're good. It doesn't say where we're good. Okay. <laughs> it says it where should. we're great. Oh. <laughs> they just didn't name themselves Greatsville. <laughs> oh my gosh. So how long have you lived in Franklin? Oh man. Um I just moved out to Franklin. How long have I been here? Cuz it was right when I moved here. Uh, so maybe 2 a, years? Yeah, 2 years? Yeah. 2, two years. years. About yeah. That. Well, for for our listeners, you're single. Yes. Not married, but you're not presently available. Is that right? That is correct. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. Just, just want our <laughs> listeners to, to know if that changes listeners, I will when did we become Tinder? Right. Podcast when, part two. When Bob Humphreys was on here. 
No, 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 no. We weren't trying oh, to set Bob up with anybody. That's true. That's true. <laughs> didn't we with Jessica? Bob didn't need any help with us. That's true. Bob Juan was, <laughs> he was just on it. slick willy. He's All right, it. so so she's not available. Anyway, um, <laughs> two years ago, what brought you to the church at West Franklin? Um, you know, I was at the church at Avenue South. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the first campus that I attended full time with Brentwood Baptist. And honestly, that was my first church campus mm. that I, I stepped into. And mm-hmm. so being there, um, the people that I met there were just so amazing. But my life group was actually here at West Franklin because I was friends with Julie Jones Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and she had this life group here and she was telling me about it and I wanted to be involved with it. So one night I went and I kept going for some reason because I mean, I don't know. No, they're really great people. Because there weren't any single people at Ab South, right? (laughs) No, (laughs) that's not true. I know. I know. There's lots of them there. Better food at the gatherings? I know. You know, I don't. It was the preaching, right? (laughs) Don't answer that. I'm not going to answer any That's of wise. That's wise. <laughs> but it was. I just, I felt um, as much as I really loved Ab South and wanted to stay there, I felt God calling me here. And I really didn't know what that meant. I didn't know what it looked like. Um, I knew I was moving out this way. Mm-hmm. So I took a, a step. And I mean, it's been incredible since. So I love uh, it. Praise the Lord. I'm grateful God led you here. That's me too. For sure. Um so you came to Christ later in life. I did. Walk us through that. I know it's a story, but a, a Twitter version. Okay. That's like 120 characters. No, I'm just no it's, it's more than that now. 240. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. This is how bad I am at social media. I'm yeah. not a good millennial. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> so I did. I came to know Christ at 25. Um, and honestly, it was my entire life crashing. Mm. Um and I thought that my life was going a certain direction and I had all these plans and I had worked so hard for it. Mm-hmm. And then it fell apart and it fell apart in like four weeks. And then it just slowly disintegrated yeah. for like nine months. Mm. <laughs> mm. But in the midst of that nine months, there was this night where I just felt done. And um, I was sitting in my shower mm. and I just... I called out to God and I just said, I've heard about you. If you're real, do something because I'm done. Like I have nothing left to give. Um, I, I can't do this anymore. And from there, just that moment of I could breathe again in that moment. And then waking up the next day, it was like, okay, today's a new day. What's going to happen today? And it was everything from God leading me to a new job opportunity to people that were there who had similar stories that I did that knew him and spoke about him in just such a beautiful and loving way. And so it really kicked off that understanding of, hey, this isn't just that almighty God who's making decisions and judging everyone. This is your friend. This is someone who loves you. He created you. He has purpose for you. Um, And it really sunk in. And when everything officially, like, again, this is in the midst of the disintegration, when everything officially just ended um, and I truly, like, just let go of everything because that's what God told me to do in a moment, um, he started pulling in more people I was at a baby shower and told my whole life story to Julie Jones <laughs> <laughs> at this really like 
weird moment where like the mom is opening presents and I'm over here like spilling all of my deep <laughs> secrets to Julie. O- over cake? I was like, no, there was no cake. There oh, should have been cake. Gosh, why go to a baby <laughs> I mean, even if there's cake, I ask that question. <laughs> well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go, but maybe my wife would bring me home a piece. But if there's no cake, <laughs> no cake. Um, but I found Julie, and she—that's almost as good as cake. That is the best. <laughs> she makes lots of cake. Uh, she does. She bakes a lot for me. She, she loves brought, me so well. Someone brought us cookies. She yeah. made the other. Was it yeah, you? It was me. Yeah. Oh. Julie, anytime yeah. you want to make cookies, Julie for us. Jones, seven hundred <laughs> New Highway ninety six West, right. Franklin. For, You're here mm-hmm. usually every Sunday. For a second, I thought you were about to give her your home address, and I was about to throw down with you and be like, "Come on, man, don't do that." Mm-hmm. But oh, you, you, sh- you, you did the right thing. So, see, I have it easy. I just live with her, so it works out. Man, Kirsten, even after you, seven hundred New Highway ninety six West. <laughs> right. When she I'll makes something, yeah. even after you just dumped all of your deep secrets on her, soon after yeah. meeting her at a baby shower, she said, "Come be my roommate." I mean, yeah, like you know, like three years later, well, but. Yeah. <laughs> Small so, so you're telling Jill your story. Yeah. Um, and it just, it kind of rolled from there. She mentioned Kairos and someone who I had met through work had mentioned that I should go to Kairos. Like I was living in Nashville at that mm-hmm, point. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I didn't, I didn't really know anybody. Um, didn't have a community. And I just met Julie and she mentioned Kairos and she invited me to go with her. Like mm. this girl, I'm pretty sure like if I would have been in her shoes, I'd been like, Oh man, you might be a little crazy, but yes. <laughs> um, and she didn't think that about me, so I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. But she did, so she invited me to Kairos. I went to Kairos a few times, um, eventually got connected with the rest of the life group, rolled into going to Ave South. Ave South was a whole nother story. I walked up to that church like three times before I walked into it. Mm. I was terrified. Mm. And yeah. um, when I walked into it, what's funny is that I was so nervous and I walked in and the first person I saw, I don't even think he knows this, but the first person I saw was Hunter Melton. Oh, yeah. And I went to high school with Hunter Melton. Shut So up. it was literally this moment of like, what? All right. So we got to give context here. Hunter Melton <laughs> is the discipleship minister over at Ave South. Yes. So yes. not yeah. just a random name, actual staff member. Was he yeah. a resident in your class? No, he was the year before me. Okay. Well, he was a resident mm-hmm. and uh, just, just love Hunter. His wife, Joy, is the... And their baby afternoon voice on Way FM, mm-hmm. um, and so first person you saw was Hunter. First person I saw was Hunter, and I was just like really floored yeah. that God had given me some kind of comfort mm-hmm. right when I walked into this door. Um, and he funny story. Oh, okay. Uh oh. Let's go do it. Dad has to do with Dad West, has to do with West Franklin. Oh, about Hunter. <laughs> Jessica Widelick last night uh, sprained her ankle really bad. Oh no! And she lives by herself. Why is this funny? And the only person, the first person she thought to call that lived close to her was Hunter Melton to come help her into her apartment. So he rushed over there and helped her back into the apartment, oh. and, and, a, and another friend took her. So Hunter's just connected, right? <laughs> Hunter's yeah. the man. So shout out Hunter. Not that you'll listen to this, but actually he does. Hunter, oh, man. <laughs> my man. Thank you for greeting <laughs> Kirsten and for helping Jessica. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't because I don't even think I've ever told him that. Yeah. Of just like you have no idea how much comfort was in that moment. So I'm just gonna text him right now. Dude, you're all over this week. <laughs> yeah. Friday yeah, episode. Should. You should. Well, okay, so Julie, back to Julie. Yeah. You come here, you get connected. I get connected. Yeah. Yeah. When do you officially say, Okay, I follow Jesus? Oh was man. It, was it a day you remember or was it just over a over a 
season was it a process it was definitely over a season yeah it was a season of learning how to trust people Mm. who knew god Mm. and not just for me i think there's so many people that i talked to today too that when they think of the church it's a scary place yeah and that's yeah. so sad to me. It is. Because I I mean, I feel like I've been spoiled now mm. because of my interaction with the church. So I think just learning to trust um, the church mm-hmm. is, and I know that's a weird thing because, but the church was that representation that I have of the love of God, of the yeah, love of sure, Jesus. Sure. So it's like if we're that representation and people aren't seeing that, then what are they seeing? Right. So I think just that process, lots of conversations, lots of, Aaron Bryant had a really great conversation with me that just built so much hope and worth mm. in me mm. um, and just in who God saw, like who God <laughs> said I was. Aaron Bryant's the campus teaching pastor yeah. at Av South for the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> he's, 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 I love him. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's incredible. And Matthew Page and just all of these people that God brought around me to just feed into me. I felt really selfish in this season because I was just taking so much from people. Mm. But at the same time, I know that like, God put those people to give me that that group and that community. And there was just this point where it, it sunk in. Mm. I was reading and I was being in the Word a lot, and there was this point that it just sunk in, and it was like, oh, man, like I'm really loved in that way. Mm. That's, awesome. That's good. So let's use what she just said. Turn it a little bit. You, you said, hey, I, w- I felt selfish because I was just taking and taking and taking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we watch you now – and we're going, my goodness, you're one of those people who just gives and gives and gives. Yeah. I mean, when we stop to watch Kirsten, listener, she is with us on Sunday morning. She's one of our uh, greeters she's out in the lobby. The one dancing. Most likely. <laughs> she true. is. I think she's the only one that dances. Um, in and, my quadrant. And your uh, I mean, not always. You like to get out of your quadrant. Um, that's okay, though. She is just one of those people, people that we have who just gets excited when people walk through the door. Uh, she used to serve back when we had a 1030 uh, kids ministries thing going on. She was back there loving on children and, and teaching them. But beyond that, I mean, recently, like three days ago, Monday, you started a group. I did. What? Yeah. She, I, you I knew that. So, I knew that. That's so why we're having her on. A couple weeks ago, we had this whole episode of, hey, let's start a group, and here's easy ways to yeah. do it. And the group that she had been a part of, the one that got her connected to West Franklin, had just recently kind of come to a natural close just because some folks got married and different stages of life were happening. And she came to me. She goes, I'm supposed to be leading a group of women. Mm-hmm. Mm. What am I going to do? How do I do this? And I was like, you got names? Yes, I've got names. You got a place? Yes, I've got a place. You got a Bible? Yes, I've got a Bible. You've got a group. Go get it. Boom. And yeah. so this this past Monday, you met with four, three, four other Three girls and then me. Yeah, so four mm-hmm. of you. And I mean, as you walked in, you and I were just talking and you, I mean, you were just gushing about how awesome it was. was Were they from the church or are they not associated with the church? So they're new to the area and they were visiting the church. So at different times and they got connected. So Faith got connected to me through you. And Mm -hmm. then Bailey, I greeted one morning with her friends who were visiting her. She's from Alabama, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I met her. Yeah. I think they're all from Alabama. Oh. Um, or at least they've spent time we, in Alabama. We, we need Jesus. <laughs> we, we really do, but yeah. that's, not, that's not that's not just Jesus. because of Alabama. We all just really yeah, need Jesus. From, well, people from Tuscaloosa, really. <laughs> anyway, so, so Bailey yeah. and then Faith and, and then Reagan. Okay, yeah. And so what? Here's what I love. None of these folks were long-term active members. Mm-mm. 
Kirsten went out and was basically like, here's people. Some of them are somewhat connected or just looking at us. Reagan had nothing to do with us until she met you. Mm-hmm. And you, you mean to tell me that God put people around us, and in particular Kirsten, and she paid attention to uh-huh. that and just said, what does God want me to do? Uh-huh. And God is doing something? Yes. That just seems so easy. Just like Hunter <laughs> did not know that Kirsten was looking for that person to meet her at the door to give mm-hmm. her comfort, Kirsten does not know that I use her as the poster child for starting groups and being available. <laughs> what you just said, be available. Look for what God's doing. Pay attention to what God is doing and then say, then just step in and join him. Yeah. Oh, love it. Love, yeah. how, how'd the group go Monday um, night? It was fantastic. <laughs> Of course. Like, there was... Oh, so it started at 6.30, and we left when Panera kicked us out. Like So so 7.30? So 9. 9. They're 24 hours. Not anymore, they're not. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. kidding. Kirsten changed that policy. (laughs) So next time you're meeting at Waffle House. (laughs) Ooh. Oh, man. Get a full waffle. Get a a little home run. Get a good bomb. Grand slam going on. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. <laughs> Gut bomb. Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. So it went amazing. Panera mm-hmm. kicked you out, and then yeah. then you went to Waffle House. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then we just talked in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it was incredible. Um, it was really fun because I have gotten to experience a Bible reading group and a life group mm-hmm. in all the different terms. Mm-hmm. Um, and when Dave and I talked about this group, I was like. I don't want to do either one of those. I want to do like a weird combo. And he was like, but we have this DXD strategy. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, that sounds pretty perfect. So wait, wait, wait. You said the DXD strategy sounds pretty perfect. Listeners to the West Franklin Talks <laughs> podcast. It works. I told you she's the poster child. I'm not. She has, she has seen everything. And Heavenly like, Father, may her tribe increase. At least her group. I mean, I do agree that would be that, nice. Please. Yes. So um, that that is that is amazing. It's it was so fun. It was a really good combo because it started with like so none of them are actually members of Brentwood Baptist yet, but two of them are considering membership with Brentwood Baptist, and one of them is leaving in a few months to go off where God is pulling her to grad school. So it was literally just covering here's what Brentwood's mission is, mm-hmm. um, and this is that strategy of this group, and this is what I really want. Like, how do we make sure that we are encouraging each other to grow, have these gospel conversations, be out and serving our community mm-hmm. and the world wherever God wants to take us? And they like they just dove into it with me and i loved it so it was fun praise god so let's ask this question how much seminary training do you have none <laughs> and you've been wait, follow- wait, wait. you're letting her be a group leader and she oh ain't got no gosh. training <laughs> and you've been following jesus how long oh man four years so not not a super long period of time right no <laughs> and outside of some conversations and you watched a few videos on the strategy uh-huh you haven't had any other formal training or anything like that. No. You simply said, here am I, God, use me. Yeah. That was actually a prayer. Yeah. Catch that. <laughs> so many people tell me all the time, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know enough. I don't, I haven't been following Jesus long enough. I haven't done this. I, I don't have the training. I don't, I need more. It's called you're scared. It, mm-hmm. Be or, obedient. Or you're, well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Or you're just being disobedient because you don't love Jesus enough. Um, 
again, I just say it sometimes, and we'll put it out there. Davy eyes from the top rope again. So <laughs> I, I'm going to put it on the spot. Uh, Can I, I put you on the spot? I think we've done that a lot already. I must say, let's go. Okay. So, I, I mean, I could talk about your conversion story and you being a greeter and uh-huh. you uh, leading this group. Oh, man. But I want to I ask you this question. You're 29. I'm 29. be 30 this year. Yeah. What do you think needs to happen at the Church of West Virginia, apart from the Holy Spirit and prayer, which is, mm-hmm. which is foundational, for us to be more intentional about reaching the younger demographic? Um, that's such a tough question. Um, I think my story definitely is already very, um, different. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very nervous to walk into a church, mm-hmm. not just because of my age or anything like that, but because I was new to all of it. So pause right there. Mm-hmm. You saw Hunter. Mm-hmm. What did Hunter do that made you feel welcome to a lay, to a lay person who's, who's here may see a young 20-something, young 30-something walk in. What did he do? He immediately, it was a greeting, a smile. Um, I mean, I knew him from high school, so that was just a weird yeah. moment. But it made you feel at ease. When yeah, and he immediately connected me with someone. Mm. Like, he literally took me from the entrance of Av South, which their church isn't. It's not yeah. big, but yeah. from the entrance, immediately he found someone and said, hey, here's this new person you're new you can sit with her like mm-hmm. and they just i mean it was like a bring me into the family type thing that's, that's all that's and all. that person he connected you with was like yes yeah they didn't just walk off and leave you because yeah. they saw someone else they knew yeah mm-hmm. they at least made sure you tagged along and i you know bailey mm-hmm. she's in the group now in my group now um when she walked in she literally said one of the things that i was looking for was someone to come up to me and just introduce themselves Two for two, West Franklin Church. Because <laughs> I don't know how old Bailey is, but she's in the younger she's demographic. She's 21, yeah. 21. Yeah. What connected Kirsten originally was someone who noticed her, welcomed her, and connected her. And Bailey, the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. So ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. Be here- on the lookout when you come for people you don't recognize and make them feel welcome and connect them. And here's, if I remember right, Bailey came with three friends that day. She came with like five friends Five that friends day. that day. Yeah. Great. I only saw three of them. That was terrifying. I saw her first and foremost, and I thought if a 40-something-year-old man walks up and tries to introduce himself to them, it's going to be weird and not the right person. <laughs> I went and found you, I believe, yeah. and said, hey, college-age girls right there, uh-huh. go introduce yourself. And you were like, heck yeah, I'm going. Yeah. But sometimes you know, okay, I'm probably not the right person, but you go find the right person. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Or you do like Hunter did. Hey, I'm going to introduce myself. Mm-hmm. And if you're by yourself, I'm going to go connect you yeah. to the right person. And when I say like it was terrifying, because I literally just said that, of there are times when walking up to someone, like being in the church and greeting, walking up to someone is really scary mm-hmm. for me. But I'm just like, no, like God is giving me this opportunity to talk to this human. Like, why would I not do this? Right. I agree with you. Preach. I would also say and imagine you've been doing this with us for about a month now mm-hmm. maybe a little over that yeah. but like every sunday now for a month mm-hmm. it's probably getting a little easier it every does. time yes because you're you're getting comfortable with the i'm just saying yes to an opportunity yeah yeah and i think that's that's huge for our folks to hear it's simply i love what you just said that it's an opportunity to interact with someone mm-hmm. i mean that could be the key between someone going this is the church 
most likely for me and going, yeah, next week I'm going to go over to this other church mm-hmm. because West Franklin didn't even bother to take time to interact with me. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of folks go, it has to be the staff member doing it. And I would go, no, no, it needs to be our church members doing mm-hmm. it because as I said the other day, Matt, you and I are hair intimidating with our beards. <laughs> well, that and we've got we've got places we have to skedaddle to mm-hmm. things we got to things we got to get after classes we got to teach sermons we got to preach other people who lead. are looking for our attention and, too. <laughs> and so we're like, hey, nice to meet you, glad you're here. Yep. Whereas uh, other other folks can give time and attention mm-hmm. and answer it from a layperson's perspective, right? right. You know, so mm-hmm. it's good. Um, so we're gonna change a little bit. We can come back to any of this, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are going through um, a class, a course, a group, whatever you want to call it, yeah. uh, through the the Brentwood campus. But it's all of Brentwood's campuses, yes. led mostly headed up by Roger Severino. Yep, called. TNT. TNT. What's that stand for? Do you Timothy know? Timothy and Titus. And and help our folks know, what's this about? What's this whole thing about? So it's a leadership mm-hmm. course, um, but it's a leadership course that really dives into being a leader in the church and being on mission um, with the church and learning more about... About what it means to lead? Yeah. I mean, the first semester you guys kind of did an, a New Testament <gasps> overview... The first semester blew my brain. Uh, yes, I remember. <laughs> I've, I've led the course, the group a few times. And I remember the first time I led, Kirsten called me afterwards. She's like, I'm ready to quit because I was so I out was of my element. So intimidated. But the, so the first semester is diving into really theology. And again, like Dave and Matt already said, like, I do not have a seminary degree. And some of these people that were on there do. Mm. And the people that are teaching, of course, do. But the people that are in the class do. And it was so intimidating, but at the same time, I learned so much awesome. good nuggets. Yeah. And we, at least I, I enjoy people more like you because <laughs> you're like, I'm just a sponge. Let me mm-hmm. soak it up. Sure. <laughs> you know, I had to tell you a few of the people in there didn't know what they were talking about, but they like to talk like they did. Uh-huh. That's just how it is sometimes. It's like going to seminary. It really is. It really yeah. is. And so it's an opportunity, though, that only happened because of Brentwood. Mm-hmm. And because Kirsten had begun to communicate with me and Matt uh, over lunches, hey, I'm looking to, I'm available, I want to grow. Mm-hmm. And because when then when Roger came to you and me, Matt, we said, he said, you know anybody who could do this, be interested? Ding, 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 ding. And I mean, one of the first names that popped to our mind because she was telling us. And so a lot of times as we talk with church members, it's they're waiting for us to approach them and go, hey, we need you, want you to, Mm -hmm. could you? Mm -hmm. And sometimes we need folks to come to us and go, here I am. Mm. I'm available. Isaiah said that. I'm eager. Here am I. Yep. And we we may, I mean, I've already referenced that one other time too, so uh, it's good though. I'm glad you could put a name in a scripture, Isaiah 6. All right, it's good. Matt Matt and I are a little chippy today, obviously. (laughs) I mean... I don't know if it's because there's like an extra person in the room. Yeah, or, I called you D money at the start, I and mean, you don't have any money, and I, you're all mad. And, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe it's the coffee I drank. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah. A little extra perky here. You had over. Mo's tacos for lunch, I, didn't you? Mo, Mo's, yeah. Mo's. Oh, oh, a little, oh, oh. little brisket with hot sauce. Mm. Talk mm. to yes. me. Well, actually, mm-hmm. I'd rather talk to Kirsten. So okay. let's go back I mean, to her rather than my lunch. If you would have brought me so. tacos. If I had known, I would have. I yeah. love those tacos. Yeah. Okay, oh, next man. time. Do you know one's, one's coming to Tollgate? 
close to where I live. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. That's great. Tollgate, it's uh, on... South Franklin before you get to Thompson State. Right before 840. Ah, okay. On 31. Mm -hmm. That's what I was about to say. So, all right. So, so, I mean, we're here talking with Kirsten, and I know somebody's probably going, well, she's she's young and single, and she has all this time, and I'm so busy, and blah, 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 blah. Quit your excuses. (laughs) Look at you pulling a Dave Cruz. I'm just tired of hearing it. I like it. Ah. I need more of that out of you, Matt. Yeah, she may have more time than you, but the, she's obedient to Jesus. Yeah. And that's what I long to be myself. Yeah. That's what I long for our church to be. And to, to back up and say, okay, is this an excuse, really, or do I just not want to follow Christ right now? Mm. Mm. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. All right, so so couple, just let's give our folks a little more about, on her other than are you single or are you whatever. <laughs> Tell us some fun things. What do you like to do for fun, Kirsten? Oh my gosh. Um, so for fun. Yeah. I love to be with my friends. Okay. Uh so girls' nights are my favorite thing. Just hanging out with my girlfriends and catching up with them. Um, I love running and uh soccer and Ooh, look at that. Soccer. Those uh, are big ones. Favorite restaurant to eat at in the Franklin Nashville area. That's a horrible question for me. I know, because you're cheap. But what's your favorite place to yeah. eat? <laughs> if, um, if, if your boyfriend was paying for dinner. <laughs> We'd be at Chick-fil-A. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, <laughs> gosh. If you could tell your boyfriend, I want you to take me here. Uh-huh. And he would say, sure, I'd love to. Mm-hmm. Where would you, where would you say? Um, I would go try taco restaurants. I love trying new taco restaurants. So I don't have like one that is my favorite. Just tacos. Um, but I love Oscars. I love Mojo's. Mo- Mojo's isn't Mojo's. Mojo's. Yeah. Mojo's. Oh, um, I just want tacos all the time. Okay. <laughs> so Matt's digging through our podcast question pile. Oh, no. Matt's got a fun question for you. Okay. What is something you like that most people don't? <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> running. <laughs> right. yeah, that's true. I that's run, like a one thing. <laughs> I run if there's a buffet in front of me. But I am someone that as soon as you meet me, I want to like dive in deep. Like I want to know everything about like, you. No small talk. No small talk. Like yeah. I just skip it. And other people are like, oh, you need to back up. Gotcha. Just met gotcha. you. Yeah. All right, yeah. Matt, what's yours? Something you like that most people won't. Gosh. I know. If we're going to put her on the spot, we got to yeah, put ourselves exactly. on the spot. Okay, what's one thing that I like that most people don't? You want me to go? Yeah, why don't you go? Pro wrestling. <laughs> when mm. you said that in an interview, I died laughing. Pro wrestling. <laughs> WWE. Some some old school WCW. <laughs> Man, mm. I am just a closet wrestling fan. Okay. I don't know if this is if this is accurate. I mean, it's accurate for what I like, but mm-hmm. as far as most people don't, I put hot sauce on everything. Yeah, I think that's probably 50-50. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Everything. I mean, if you want me to make it better, I'll say forty nine percent are with you and fifty one are not, and then okay. it's then then it qualifies. Um. So I'm not. I know there's a bunch of stuff, but I'm just having a hard time hard time thinking about it right now, Dave. Mm-hmm. That's okay. What do, what do I like that most people don't? You know what, Kirsten, to your question, I don't do this, mm-hmm. but I love getting under the surface with Really? Folks. Yes. So mine's not a good answer either then? No, it's fine. <laughs> no, he, he's... I don't, I don't do that because yeah. I, I have some tact. But <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> clearly I don't. 
got your answer. Yeah, what? Auburn. Oh. <laughs> it's about time to wrap up this podcast, folks. I mean, it's fair. It's the right that answer. That was the best. <laughs> Matt's face. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, we have explored a lot of topics, some of them pretty serious, some of them not quite as serious, <laughs> but uh, we think it would be wise uh, to come back in a few weeks, bring Kirsten back on, because we are doing a series of interviews, and let's just see how the group's going. Okay. A month in. Yeah, that's honest. Uh, you know, it, may be, it may be horrible. You may look at us <laughs> right. and go, this, that strategy's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. But you may also be going, I'm learning this. Mm-hmm. And it can, might be some encouragement for folks that are maybe on the fence going, I'm not sure. Mm. And if people heard you on the podcast in the coming Sundays say, hey, I heard you on the podcast, get their name and let's give them some shout outs. Yeah. All right. That's all great. right. I love it. That's great. So, <laughs> all right. Well, listen, we have had a fun little time here yes, we especially have. talking to kirsten taking shots at one another uh, <laughs> hey we hope that you are encouraged and um maybe you can think about what's that thing that you like that other people don't and uh, let us know so we want to say thanks for joining us we will be back in a few days with another episode of west franklin talks <laughs>